Hey guys, thanks for watching Ike Live. It's brought to you by Mystery Tackle Box. Please check them out. They've got a great product. Go to mysterytacklebox.com. If you use the coupon code Ike Live, you get 50% off Sweet. your first Pro Box. That's $12.50 <laughs> for a almost $50 value of baits in this box. What is this foolishness? How many dreams can you shape in a minute, an hour? The kind of clean you like best. Lost three of my teeth, too. All right, so you lost. Next time you win. Steamy, hot, hearty, delicious, invigorating. Action. Uh, folks at home, folks at home, how you doing tonight? Welcome to a brand new edition of Ike Live Show. We've got a really, really special show for you tonight. Um, let me start by introducing the room, and then I'll tell you a little bit about this super show we have. Sitting to my left, the beautiful, amazing, talented, and smart, Miss Rebecca. How you doing, Beck? I'm good, thank you. Good to see you tonight. First of all, let's get this out of the way. Who are you wearing? Anthropology. Anthropology? Yeah. Okay. Uh, a lot of people watching probably have no idea what anthropology is. I'm good with that. You're good with that. You're okay. You <laughs> want to describe it at all or no? No, it's like fabulous adult hippie clothing. Adult women's hippie clothing. Men's or just women's? Women's. Women's hippie clothing. Okay. Well, they have they've home goods and they do. Uh, you know, clothing. Yeah. It's fabulous. Well, let me tell you, I'm so happy you're here. Two shows in a row. I feel like I could open them blinds right now. It's going to snow out there. I'm it so might. happy to have you back. Pigs on, are on. flying. Pigs are flying. Uh, sitting to my right, uh, the one and only. He looks a little stressed out. We're going to get into that in a second. Looks, I see a little <laughs> sweat on his brow. I can even see it on, on the screen up here. We've got the one and only Dave Brodzik, a.k.a. Fathead. Dave, how you doing tonight? All right, I forgot the work. Wait, you I have don't to turn him on. Uh, yeah, let's turn Dave on so we can actually hear him. Oh. Am How about I, now? Am I mute? No, there, you no. yeah. there you go. There Two go. minutes in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Two minutes in. Uh, I didn't even have my first drink yet. <laughs> uh, Dave, we're, we're, we're late again, as usual. We, yeah. we got on about 10 after 7. That's a normal thing for Ike Live Show. But normally, we're late because of me. Like, I'm always, I'd say 95% the reason. I come up like one of seven or one after. One it's always seven. because of me. Right. But tonight, we're a little late because of you. But you want real quick before we intro the rest of the room, what happened? Uh, truck broke down on what had happened was a couple miles away. The tr you had a tr you had a breakdown electrical, electrical meltdown yeah on the way to the Ike Live studio you yeah had a little little truck truck malfunction Riz had to come rescue me wow okay and what was that all about do you, do you know the cause of that yeah uh, I shouldn't have been doing what I was doing yesterday I have a 16 year old truck and I'm out in the pine barren swamping <laughs> it 
<laughs> I, you know, I hit a puddle deep, maybe about four and a half feet, came up over the hood and wow. probably fried the alternator. All right. That's awesome. Wait, but yeah. so the car was fine yesterday. You got home fine. It stalled yesterday after I got out of the puddle. Right? Yesterday. So I let it, I let it, uh, you know, let it dry off a little bit, trying to figure out how I was going to escape because the puddles just looked like they were getting worse and worse. Like I went to a place that I've never been to before. Yeah, you're, you're, re you're researching. Well, on the east side of 206, like way between the shore and 206. East and side? It's nothing but green and yeah. skinny trails, like Jeep trails. Should never have had my stuff yeah. back there and just trying to figure out a way to get out, really. And Yeah. Wow. And I knew I had some kind of a small issue yesterday. Yeah. But, you know, when you fry the alternator, I had a brand new battery, so I was able to drive around a little bit because it's feeding on the battery. Right. And when the battery's finally dead. Right. So I, I got to figure out what I'm going to do. Uh, Fried it out a little. Sorry. Wait, wait. So what happened tonight? The alternator is finally gone and the battery finally so got eaten up. Went, eh, 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 eh. Yeah. I knew it was going to happen. I just was hoping I could make it here and have it happen. It's better on the way here than yeah, home. Yeah, because then it, well, you, you're saying it's better on the way there, so I don't have my truck sitting on your place. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't mind that it be here. I'm just saying, yeah. like, by the time we finish uh, here in a couple hours, like, no, you know, I, dark. Riz will be, and be driving me home. And yo, I'll your truck would tomorrow. be like the pod that's been here for, like, three months. What no, is, longer than what that. Is it with How that long pod? has the pod been that here? That effing pod. We have a pod here. It's got to go. <laughs> thought we do this nice storage thing as we, we had some you know, construction and put some storage together and then everyone just enjoyed the storage space. Yeah, they kept it to them. All right, let me intro the rest of the room. Oh, uh, hey, how about it? Uh, we've got uh, over here on the one and twos, we've got handling IMs tonight, the one and only Riz, a.k.a. Rizzo, a.k.a. Rich. Rich, how you doing tonight? Pretty good. Not sure if my uh, mic is on. Your mic is on. You're I on. can hear you. You're hot. Okay. Oh, hey, I hear you, Rich. Uh, Doing great, Mike. Glad to be back in studio again for another brand new Ike Live show. Just just became Rescue Riz for a few minutes. <laughs> wow! We actually we actually pushed the truck uh, from from one side of the road to the other. So we got our cardio in. We got a little bit of a uh, little bit of pump going. Yeah. So we're we're ready to go. Pumping iron. So Riz, uh, would you say that there's cardio every time you have to come to the Ike and Ellie's? Pretty much. Yeah. Something this, happens. So earlier this week, actually. Uh, Mr. Beck and I went on a kayak rescue mission <laughs> because there is multiple kayaks floating down the lake. Flooding. So, yeah. Flooding issues here ah. in South Jersey. So, so yeah. what happened was the wow. day before, you know how we had that, like the massive rainstorm? Yeah. Well, come to find out, you know, those amazing landscapers I got not only didn't pitch the landscape or the, the pavers correctly. So the pool was overflowing, which, you know, I know how to get the water out of it, but then the pavers were filling with water flowing into it. So I spent my day just trying to save the pool so we didn't have major damage. I never thought to think about the lake and the fact that the kayaks might be Goners. floating away. Right. So Riz shows up the next day. He's like, there's a kayak out in the lake. You know, that's yours. So I'm like, all right, let's go. I actually got dressed. And that, that volunteered me noticing that the kayak was in the middle of the lake. <laughs> it's a good salvage. I, I volunteered myself to, uh, yeah. to get it. So Normally, when I show up to here the office, I'm either wearing like dirty, ripped up Carhartt pants or like yeah. like hook fishing shorts, whatever. This is the one day I wear like the nicest pair of pants that I a own. suit. Yeah. You had a suit on, but a cummerbund. Polo. I bought Polo Ralph Lauren pants. Your Sunday best. <laughs> yeah. And that's the day that I end up in wow. a swampy Hobie. But <laughs> honestly, I've lived in workout clothes. Have I not lived yep. in workout clothes for the last six months? And I actually got yep. dressed that wow. day too. Wow. So we're out there paddling. It was like we to were going to a party, like at the Great Gatsby's. Or wow. We were. And I look at Riz at one point, and I'm like. I'm wearing Gucci today. Oh, my God. <laughs> We're going to I, save a I, kayak. I, I have a question, Riz. Where do you buy distressed Carhartt clothes at? 
Oh. Are you, are you saying that I didn't? Are you saying that I didn't earn these? No, I don't know. I didn't know they sold distressed cars. <laughs> <laughs> these, these, these acid my, washed. These are my fishing pants. I'm so. teasing. I'm teasing. These are acid washed. So you know they're actually acid washed. Work. Come back in style. Uh, uh, pushing the buttons tonight, of course, the one and only Brian the Carpenter producing hey. the show. Brian, how you doing? Good, man. We're here. We're doing okay, it. Okay, we're yeah. doing it. And last but not least, joining us via uh, Zoom, we've got the Dean. And co- official co-host of the show, Pete Glusick with us tonight. Pete? St- still milking it. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm milking away over here. Milking away. We like it. Hey, you comfort in your own home. It's good. We can hear you. We can see you. That's all that matters, Pete. <laughs> uh, it's great. It's great to be here tonight. And, uh, man, what, what an exciting guest we have. Dude, this, oh, it, this is going to be a good one. And show. if you're watching right now, if you're just tuning in to this brand new Ike Live show, this is a special one. We've got, uh, I-, I would call him tour veteran. I would call him pro angler. I would call him a a guy that has changed the sport, honestly. And we're going to talk about that tonight. We've got Randy Blockett joining us. This is going to be such a good show. Uh, can't tell you. Uh, this show is brought to you by so many companies uh, that make it happen. want to run down them real quick. Of course, our presenting sponsor, Mystery Tackle Box. It's fishing simplified. Not only is it simplified, but it's like Christmas to your doorstep once a month. Beck, it's unbelievable. Uh, there it goes, the old black box. We're going to be doing an unboxing a little bit later. Uh, also brought to you by one of our brand new sponsors, and you're going to see in the second segment, Dave, you're going to see a little drink change, uh, Tin Cup Whiskey. Enjoyed that last week. We're going to be enjoying it again tonight. Uh, Founders Beer. Uh, right now we're starting with the beer of the night. Oh, Dave, Dave's already drinking. <laughs> no. Oh, no one uh, poured me one. You guys oh, had a I thought you were already having a tin cup. No, I won't let you have one until the second segment. <laughs> <laughs> we got to pace Dave out. Some bad uh, things happened I before show. I came. <laughs> uh, uh, also brought to you by Founders Beer. Uh, you see a couple tonight floating around the room. Of course, Solid Gold, All Day IPA. We love Founders. Founders is so good. Uh, brought to you by TH Marine. The makers of everything in the marine industry, from canoes to Biggie Smalls uh, yachts. Uh, Dr. Squatch. Uh, Man, what a better time than now to keep your hands clean. But we got a brand new product we're going to be talking about tonight. I want to tease it a little bit. Dr. Squatch is now making... Toothpaste. 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 And I'm not... You know, toothpaste to me was always toothpaste. I I want to tease it a little bit. This is a game changer. I'm going to talk about it a little later in the show. Game yeah, when you Google, toothpaste? Doc, when you type yeah. Dr. Swatch into Google to go to their site, you know, if you don't yeah. know it, the, you know how, like, the thing will pop up, like, Mike Iconelli's net worth, Mike Iconelli's yeah. wife. <laughs> the very first thing for Dr. Squatch is Dr. Squatch male model. Like, whoever that dude is with the nice fucking oh, chest. Oh, yeah. yeah, like, that dude. Wow. <laughs> that dude's famous. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's got a hairier chest than Pete, that guy. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> uh, brought to you by Liquid Mayhem. Scent is important. Uh, try Liquid Mayhem. Also, Flambeau. We're going to be checking out two of the new boxes tonight. They're awesome, game-changing boxes. Uh, brought to you by Hobie, the Cadillac of kayaks. And we're, and we're going to be talking a little bit about our kayak event here in yep. the first segment. Uh, also brought to you by Torquedo. Listen, if you're looking for an electric troll motor that blows everything out of the water, Brian Carpenter, back me up on this it one. blows them out of the water. Blows them out of the water. Check out Torquedo. Go to torquedo.com. It's awesome. Uh, also, last but not least, uh, Tackle Warehouse. Uh, great uh, sponsor of Ike Live Show from day one. Also, and, and Riz, I'm going to ask you a little bit about this. We've got a very, very interesting update happening. And we have uh, another great sponsor of the show. This is the Fisherman's Fishing Planet. You remember us talking about this a lot on past shows. A great fishing video game. They have an ex- expansion 
to this game, Riz. That's right, they do the the expansion card. The expansion pack, Blue Crab Island. Right? Blue Crab Island. And so what Blue Crab Island did is it opened up more lures, new kinds Ooh. of bass boats, new techniques Ooh. that you can fish for this Ooh. video game. Ooh. And if you have not tried it out yet, it's something you absolutely got to do if you're a fisherman. Like, you know, I think about fishing all the time. Eat, breathe, sleep. And this is just another way to get involved and, and, and stay active in the sport um, through PS4. It's a, it's a great one. Dave, you're a, you're a gamer, man. You should uh, definitely check this one out. But the Blue Crab expansion... It opened the maps up to a whole new level. Um, you know, it was already really cool to be able to play this game, but now you can take it to the uh, to the next level. If you put like a cholo shirt on the guy on the front here, it doesn't look like Centaur. If you had a cholo shirt on, it, I always it looks like Centaur. I also said Ed Bassmaster. <laughs> Dude, it looks like Ed. Absolutely, one hundred percent looks like Ed Bassmaster. He might have modeled for that. Uh, let me remind you tonight: uh, if you're watching with us over on social media, if you're watching on Facebook. Like and share the feed. Listen to me. I say it every week. All you have to do, take a second, like and share the feed. You're going to be entered, entered into a contest to win the amazing, world-famous 20-plus pound. Feel that, Beck. What is it, 20, 22 in that range? Ike Live gift bag, bag loaded with sponsor products. It's it legitimately costs us $50 to send it to it, you. It costs us $50. Does it really? Risk, risk, it's risk crazy. Us. It is yeah, insane. those prices all went up. It's crazy. Oh, my God. Uh, $50? $50 to send that thing. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Can someone uh, around the corner win? We'll drop yeah. it off. I know. Yes. It'd be nice. It'd be nice. We could drive it to him. Uh, let me remind you again, uh, Randy Blockett coming up uh, here in a little bit. Can't wait to talk to Randy uh, on the show for the first time. Uh, yes, but... Riz, what do you got? You got some? Yeah, well, yeah. Just, I got to get this in there. The funky fisherman wants you to know, Mike. He got crabs on an island once, but he couldn't tell if they were blue. Mm, mm. <laughs> That's funny, funky fisherman. I had crabs in college once, and they were blue. They were actually on my blue balls. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so the crabs were blue. That's right. I don't think that's possible. What does it matter? What do you mean? You can't What's get crabs on blue balls. Sure, you can. You can get them from a toilet seat. And I'm uh. not allowed to have a sip of whiskey. You can get <laughs> If somebody's watching right now that's in the medical field, can you or, or can't you get crabs from a toilet seat? I'm saying you can. Brian Carpenter, you had crabs before. Did you get them from a toilet seat? Uh, don't know. Okay. I don't I think like I had crabs either, but that's, that's <laughs> still whatever. I just, Pete, Pete, I know you had crabs before. Yeah, can you get them from a toilet seat? In the beard. I've heard <laughs> that you could, but I don't know. I've, I never did. Okay. Everybody, see how everybody started to play them up. I think that was made up by someone cheating on their wife. Like, I was in this rest thing? stop where bums are. And right. You know what I mean? Right. Meanwhile, yeah. out there with, you know, who is. Right. You know? <laughs> Could be. Could be. Uh, let me also remind you, if, you, uh, if you're watching tonight, we want to hear from you. We really do. Uh, IMs are open. Uh, if you're watching us on IkeLive.com, please send us your comments, questions, whatever you got. It's good stuff. Uh, Pete, real quick, give us an update on uh, Bash University. Uh, what, what do we got going on over at BU? I know we got some Kevin Van Dam material being released. What do we got? Yeah, Kevin KVD continues. We, uh, you know, we're releasing uh, the best from him. Uh, he, he does this really cool uh, tube snapping thing, as well as Mike. You got to see this. It's a, uh, it's kind of like um, you know the hair jig thing where you where. What do you, what do we call that when you're fishing black the wedges? Hair, black hair, stroking, Stro like stroking the hair jig, like where you're reeling it up, uh -huh. yeah, and then and then releasing it. Um, he does that with a mini swim bait with a heavy three quarter ounce head, uh, doing it in thirty to forty feet of water. Wow, cool uh, technique. Uh, yeah, it's really really cool um, how he's able to cover water and and do that kind of stuff with it. So check it out, guys. 
Bash University for 30 days free. Go over to bashu.tv. Just just check it out. We think, you know, we built this whole thing to help guys become better anglers. Yeah. And, uh, and that's what's going on right now. So go yeah, and Tuesday, Tuesday night we'll be live, Bass University Live. And we've got Edwin Evers coming on. Wow, great guest. Yeah, yeah. That, that'll be a good show. Yeah. Is he uh, going to talk about his pecans? Uh, I think so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He just moved into his house. They got tornadoed last year. Oh, they oh. get it all fixed? Yeah. Oh, cool. He got back yeah, he'll be, he'll cool, be yeah. up uh, at the MLF Cup event or something. Cool. Wisconsin, I think. Oh, I don't yeah. know. I don't either. I don't either. Uh, let's get the show started. Uh, Dave, like always, we want to thank uh, our military, yeah. uh, men, and, men and women, veterans and active military. Thank you guys for what you do. It's a crazy world. Also want to thank uh, uh, policemen, firemen, EMT. Thank you guys for what you do. Doctors, nurses, crazy time in the world right now. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, speaking of the military shout-out, the police shout-out, firemen shout-out, Dave, we had a special day pass us uh, two days ago. Yeah. Two days ago, uh, the uh, 9-11, uh, September 11th. And, of course, uh, you look through the social media feed, everybody, everybody posts something about it, right? It's a day to remember. Uh, you, you're doing some driving up that way. You sent us uh, a picture, um, and, and, and it was amazing what you said in the text. because it's so true. You're driving where you're on the turnpike. Yeah, today northbound. State? Yeah, northbound turnpike going up to a rail yard right across from New York City in yep. Bergen County. Yep. So you're in North Jersey. You look. You can see uh, for guys that don't live up here in the Northeast. The great thing about being in North Jersey is you look at New York City. You see that skyline. It's awesome to see the biggest city in the world right there. Yeah. And the towers are gone. It's a weird, eerie thing because we all remember. You know, we, we're live at a time where we remember yeah. seeing it. It's part of everyday life. You see the towers. I don't even look at that skyline without thinking of that first every time. Right. Night when I, you know, I don't go there every night, but I'm going up that way a couple of days a week. And yeah, yeah, just looking there, man, it still it still boils you. It still boils you so bad. And I think about the other people that were driving up the turnpike. Someone saw that happen live. Oh yeah, while driving, like man, that plane is low. Like what the whoa! Like yep. someone saw that, you know. Some a lot of people saw it. A lot of people know, saw yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've never heard anyone interviewed that was driving the turnpike that saw it. But you're, you're you you can't but help but look at the skyline coming up. Yeah, you know? like yeah, you know, you're looking at it, you're looking straight, you're looking yeah. at it, you're looking straight, you know, because it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. it's it's uh it, it was such a such a world turning event, you yeah. know. And and Becky said something the other day. Uh, w you said, w I can't remember we were talking about it, but everyone, if you stop and close your eyes for a second, you can remember exactly where you were yeah. mm -hmm. when it happened, right? I know yeah. you can, Beck, Pete, I'm sure yeah. you can, Riz, Absolutely. I mean, everybody, you, you can remember the exact moment when all that was going down. My, yeah. mo my mom can explain two of those in her life. She can explain where she was on September 11th. She can tell you. The outfit she was wearing, the apron she was wearing, and the exact dish she was watching when it came over the radio when JFK was killed. Wow. Yeah. You know? Yeah, because they're crazy. big things. Yeah. Yeah. I actually, I lived in D.C. at the time, and I had a friend who was on the highway and watched the plane fly into the Pentagon. Wow. 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 Because it happened in the morning. <clears throat> wow. And everyone's sitting there in bumper-to-bumper -bumper traffic, and she was like... I literally watched this plane come just far too low over us. Now, you do have an airport right there, so you're not totally surprised by low-flying yeah. yeah. you know, airplanes, but it wasn't going the right direction. Right. And yeah. she watched it come up and over and so in. So every September 11th, I don't know how many other people do this, I watch all I – I mean, I, I, as much as I can watch, I watch it all. Like whether it's the live – like what was then live footage – 
the phone call. I like, watch it all. I watched three things that I'd never seen before. Yeah. One like documentaries. C- and stuff. CNN Films did an amazing one yeah. called 9-11 15 Years Later. And it gives me the goosebumps because they talk about the two pilots that went up with no munitions on the plane. And the first guy went out there from North Carolina, ran out of gas, had to turn around, and a female pilot went up, and she talked about how she was going to ram the tail. Like that, you know, she, that plane wasn't going to make it to D.C. They knew where it was going. Right. You know, and I never knew that. I never knew that those planes weren't armed. And she explained the process of how long it takes. You know, bombs just don't come out of a locker. Like they got to right. assemble shit. And, wow. You know. Yeah. Wow. That, then the falling man. There's a story about documentary about the guy that, that that you see jump the one guy with the white you know like yep. falling man and then uh, hmm. it was that one there was one more whatever but uh, oh about the recon- the Pentagon when they hit the Pentagon mm-hmm. it hit the only section that was redone they were in a process of retrofitting it yep and it was the only section that they put certain types of protections in you know because it was built it was built you know I think in the 50s right and it wasn't really fortified it right. was like wood and brick you know yeah. what I mean like it wasn't like concrete right and it hit the ones why it didn't go all the way through it if it hit a head different section it would have cut the thing in half that's wow. why there also weren't as many people in there because yeah. they hadn't put everyone back in the wow. offices yet yeah, yeah. It's no, crazy. I, I watched those stories. Man. Yeah, and, uh, I mean, I'm just. I, I, yeah, it was a, it was a life changer. It was a world world changer. You know, and and I remember. I tell you a quick story. I think I've mentioned this before. I remember exactly where I was at, Pete. I don't I don't remember if we were there together that year or not. But I was at the FLW Championship. Champlain on Champlain yeah. practicing. I remember, you know, where I was that day. I was uh, practicing up in Mississippi through the passage. It was the last day of practice. The last day of official practice, I came back through the passage, and I wanted to learn a little bit about uh, that, that uh, New York side um, through the passage heading down toward Mallet's Bay. And, you know, the interesting thing is, and, and if you tournament fish, you know this. When you're out on the water, a lot of times you lose track of time of everything, right? <laughs> the days fly by, the hours, you know, you just you don't watch your phone, you don't look at stuff. But I remember as it, you know, and, and when, I, when I think back, it was as all this was happening, there was this weird, eerie quietness that fell over Lake Champlain. I remember this during the practice day, and I couldn't put my finger on what it was, you know. But I didn't find out till I got back. You know, I got back to Marine right. Village Cabins, put the boat on the trailer, got back. And at the time, my mom and uncle were there uh, with me, and I remember they were like frantic, you know, oh, my God, uh, you know, and frantic. And I was like, what, 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 you know? And then, you know, to, to, see, the, to see the newsreel playing it over, oh, and yeah, the you, reality. You, you missed it all, man. I, I missed it. It was happening, but yeah. I was on the water. So yeah. I, I can remember yeah. that like it was yesterday. I think we all have a story like that, you know? Uh, you know, and for, uh, Frank, I know we're going to move on soon, but, guys, if you can get to the 9-11 memorial, oh, yeah. you yeah. have to get there. Yeah. You know, it's, we talk, I talked about it like three years ago, like a two-day. I'd come, you know, we had talked about it. I was, I was only a couple of days removed from having yeah. been there. And I was listening to a podcast today where a veteran, Tim Kennedy, was on Joe Rogan's podcast, and he talked about being there. And I had said when you touch the, the, the metal and the girders, like it, it's venerated, right? Like you know that people, people were pulverized, you know? And it, but he said it best. He said you can feel the souls. And I, I, I didn't, I didn't have, I didn't ha- you know? And yeah. when he said it, I'm like, God damn, yeah, that's exactly it. Right. I didn't describe yeah. it right. Yeah. Like you, got, you guys, if it, you have it, a chance, you've got to get to it's it. It's an amazing place. And uh, Becky and I got to go there when um, – we filmed uh, Fish My City, uh, and uh, we were there with Nat Geo Wild yeah. filming in New York, and we had a day off. You know, that yep. was a nine-day shoot. 
with a day off between the ni- in, in the middle of the nine days. And we went over to the memorial, and it was so emotional. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Becky and I didn't know anyone personally who passed away. But you get there, and you're just, dude, you just well up instantly. Yeah. You're like, The glass oh. suspended in black. Oh, yeah. The it hits you. The words coming you know? across from the calls. That was yeah. just like, who thought oh, yeah. of that? Like, it hits you. Genius. And it was just, it hits you. it's staggering. Yeah, yeah you can't yeah. move. I haven't, I haven't been to the uh, 9-11 memorial, but in regards to what you're saying about being able to feel this, the sadness in the air, that was, that was what it felt like uh, a couple years ago. We went to Gettysburg, be two years this mm. Thanksgiving. Yeah. And that, that was the, you know, you could just feel that, the, that, that, that presence of sadness yeah. That, yeah. that went down in that area. But, yeah, you know, so I, I kind of get that feeling that you guys got from that. It's, I have, it's interesting. It's I've told you guys palpable. years ago, I have a, I have a friend former cop uh he's truck driver now he's a spirit guide and uh he goes to gettysburg all the time we're invited to go he, oh gettysburg's ooh. awesome dude that'd be cool, spirit be cool. Guide, man like yeah he, he uh he knows he knows the hot spots he knows the bridges there's this one bridge where apparently like uh, a lot of executions happened that and it's a hot spot for him there and right his name's andrew and he's a rad whoa dude, man. yeah wow he smoked yeah. a lot of weed that? or no no dude he wow. was a veteran he, he he's got Real bad cancer. He's fighting that all the time. Jesus. Like he's going through chemo. He's you know he's he's a rad dude. But damn, that'd be a yeah. trip. It, I told you, man. Like I told you years ago, we needed to do that, man. Wow. Like, I see the cool. guy. I want to do yeah. that yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah. It's unbelievable. you know what? You awesome. know what? There's things that happen in your life though, where I would say like you go through your whole life and you go into your 20s and you're invincible. You know what I mean? Because yeah. Yeah. like most of us yeah. didn't live during the time of like a war or anyone like was being sent off to Vietnam. Like yeah. we didn't have any of those things. So well, Pete for did, us, but everybody else. Maybe Pete. <laughs> um, but like you don't have those things. Something has to happen during your lifetime somewhere as you're getting older that causes you to stop and say, I'm not invincible. Yeah. I can't take everything yeah. for granted. Tomorrow is not given. And I think 9-11 for most of us was that moment probably right. that probably stopped you like dead in your life and said, holy yeah. shit. Like, I'm not I'm not gifted tomorrow. Yeah. The interesting thing, though, and I don't know who, who said this. Somebody said this to me the other day. As tragic as that was, right? It did bring the country together. Oh my God! Think it of, us think of the mm-hmm. next few years. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. dude. We we had this pride. Oh, we yeah. wanted to just you know we wanted to unite, and there was yeah. this unity. Oh, dude, big time. Think think of the culture going around right now. Yeah. Like watch CNN for a minute. Uh huh. And, and it's it, dude. You you cannot look on social media. You can watch, not watch the news without. It's, it's an indication the times are too darn good. Yeah, you feel people dirty. don't know how. Yeah. yeah. You know it's funny. So this is gonna sound ridiculous, but I was watching my wife's cat today. I say my wife's cat because it's my wife's cat. So whatever. Yeah. So I'm watching this thing. <laughs> and, and literally four legged. Yeah, and it's it's yeah. every day it walks around the house. It's the same house, and every day it's it's always on edge. You know, like there's a blanket there and it walks up to it and it's like, because it's always, it's geared towards looking for problems, right? right it right. can't just accept the fact that it, that thing has got it made. It does there's, nothing there's, but there's lay no It does nothing. for you to murder. <laughs> but that's like, it's yeah. like the nature of it. And I was watching that thing like, man, dude, chill. Yeah. There's, you know, you've been here for how many years? There's not been a problem yet. You yeah. Know? <laughs> so I feel like, you know, that's like kind of human nature. Like when. Things are too good. You kind of start looking for problems. You right. default to that. Or right. we create problems. We cre- well, we're creating a lot of yeah. problems right now because there ain't none. Right. I mean, well, nothing be- that can't be-, be dealt with. I think if you look Becky, at- what you said, you know, resonates with me because I, Mike, like you, I was up on Thousand Islands. I was in the middle of a, a practice session. Yeah. And it got eerie 
on the lake. It, it, yeah. it I like everybody should have been out. Everybody should have been practicing and got quiet. Uh, and it got quiet. I was yeah. the only one there. Like I'd be in, you know, why isn't you know, I'm not seeing another boat and I, I had my phone buried and um when I got back in I um I I listened to my voicemails. Like I it was dark. I was putting the boat on the trailer. Nobody was there but me. And um you know every message was the same. It was Oh my God! Call me as soon as you can. Like, uh, oh, I can't believe this happened. Call me, call me, call me. And nobody's telling me what happened. Yeah. On the messages, you know. So I'm in the dark, and I'm turning on the radio. Like, what, what, what's happened? And they're all doing the same thing. Like, nobody's explaining right. what had transpired because by now everybody knows but me. Yeah. And um, you know, of course, eventually I, I found out, and. You know, you're you're so preoccupied with I'm trying to win this tournament. Yeah. I'm trying to make it to the championship. I'm um, you know, I have the next twenty days scheduled out by the second of right. what I have to accomplish, what I'm gonna be doing, and everything just stopped. Stopped, yeah. Like yeah. I couldn't even get home. Yeah. Like, yeah, I remember that. I remember travel tra yep, travel was interrupted. Phone I remember cell phones not working for a couple days. Yeah, I'm amazed you got yeah. voicemails because yeah. our phones around the DC area went out within yeah. like an hour. Wow. They were out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we yeah. had we had a, you just reevaluated what was important. Yeah. Uh, you know, just just rethinking everything that you're doing. Um, yeah, it, it definitely stopped me in my tracks. I think well, obviously stopped the whole world in their tracks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is uh, it was a trem tremendous event. Yeah. Very traumatic for everybody, obviously. Yeah, well, we're, we're thinking about uh, anybody watching tonight that was directly affected by 9-11. We're thinking about you tonight, uh, you know, memorial of it a few days ago. Uh, on a different note, we're going to switch it up. We had a couple couple of us fish tournaments, uh, Pete, uh, over the last week or two. Uh, I don't want to go super into detail, but I did want to say, Pete, what a great event you had on a very, very challenging fishery. Of course, finished Thank 11th you, out of 75 guys on the, on the uh, title Potomac. Great finish pete awesome finish i fished there as well brutal as tough as i've ever yeah. seen that river fish uh I, I i i consider myself a title guy a title river guy i've never felt more clueless about <laughs> about what was going on uh you've won event. down there you've won i've won on the potomac <laughs> I, I mean I've, I've had good finishes there i've i've really felt clueless but you uh you had a great performance pete you want to mention anything about the tournament yeah, I mean, I was punching. Uh, I, I I haven't punched uh, in for a week in a long time, so my body is still hurting. <laughs> I've got all kinds of weird muscles that are aching from uh, from dropping those one one ounce, one and a half ounce VMC, you know, baits all. But that was the key for me. That was yeah. it, man. It was like I identified that the mats were polluted with crawfish, like I have never seen in my life. Yeah, they were just everywhere and. When I would get a bite punching, it was an over. Like I call it anything over two pounds, over. Yeah, here's here's the interesting that thing. Was the deal. Here's the interesting thing, Pete. And I I, I I don't want to get too far into it. And I know you guys will talk about it on Bash You Live on Tuesday. Yep. Uh, it's a better better place for all this. But the rip, Potomac River was loaded with grass. There mm -hmm. would be stretches where the grass came off the bank, Dave, came off the bank. Two football fields off the bank. <laughs> it ran for a mile long. Jeez. And when you get in the grass, it would all be hydrilla or would all be river grass 
or some places it would mix. And it was just matted with no definitive edge, yeah. no holes. Uh. And I, I, in practice, I flipped it and flipped it and punched it and punched it. Never had a bite. Tried the outside edge. Tried inside. Tried, you know, the thickest stuff, the thinner stuff. The, and I just never even got a bite. And I pulled my hair out, and I kind of wrote it off. Here, Pete has a top, top, you know, almost a top ten, uh, and and half of the top ten, including the winner, is fishing these grass mats. Wow! The winner, in particular, fishing Greenway Flats, which I spent a lot of practice time on, you know. But but these guys were saying, I found a key. Yeah. Twenty yard stretch. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how yeah. the fuck did you do that? <laughs> because you know the guy. Now the guy that won in the write up, okay, and I don't want to bust his balls. Congrats, dude. You again. I'm I'm waving the white flag here, but the guy the guy that won in his article said, you know, well, I've been down here for the last six months and I practiced hard for the last month. And shout out to my buddy who put me on this spot. You know, oh. all right, all right. Maybe that's how you found. It. You, just, you, you guys are just jealous. You I can't be that jealous. honest. I'm jealous. But, but yeah. Pete found it with very limited I, practice as well. Yeah. You found a couple. How in the hell did you find these 20-yard uh, stretches that are key? I don't well, get it. Well, you know, for me, you know, it was kind of one of the spots was Your history. buddy took you to. Yeah, I get yeah. that. What else? Now, it, it was history. It was like there's this one stretch <laughs> that I have caught him on. You remember you and I got on that outside eelgrass bite uh, with flat sides? And oh, cranking. yeah. Hundred years ago, hell yeah, yeah, you know. So I had, I went to, I, I remembered that w this little stretch is one of the areas that I caught. We caught him on that time, yeah. and and I went in and punched it because you know that's and right away my very first punch was uh, the biggest fish I caught all week. It was like a four plus. You wow, know? and and I got another bite down that stretch. That stretch, at, that's all I did at practice. But that stretch put. Uh, what eight of the fish that I weighed in? Oh my god! Uh, you know, in yeah. for me, and and I found two other stretches that were very small too. I'm talking about a mile of grass, and they were real short stretches. But unfortunately, the wind took them away from me a lot of the time. You know, because you know when when wind blows on a mat, it just it yeah. just makes that go so away. So what made those stretches different, though? That's that's what I'm trying to figure out. Yeah. Like, how you know, could you identify if you were if you were watch past you? Yeah, here, here, like yeah. It's a, the, the the cleaner the cleaner edges, and here here's the the thing that I think made that special was it was floating dead hydrilla that collects there. Okay, right. So the mats weren't. It wasn't just growing hydrilla matting up. It was okay. it was props cutting up the stuff and yeah. stacking it on an edge. Gotcha. And and that made that. <laughs> You know, made that special. Gotcha. Well, but, right. but you know, you you going in, man. It's like I, I was thinking about, and because we got Randy coming on, I was thinking old school. Like I was trying to put my mindset in the mind of Ish and Brower. Like yeah. they knew they were only going to yeah. get five bites. I knew I was only getting five bites in eight hours. Yeah. It is so hard to be persistent when you go three hours. And nothing's happening. You're you're ready to bail. You're ready to yeah. do something Mike else. Bailed. Yeah, right. I I bailed, and I'm mad that I bailed, Becky. I bailed for an hour because I had been four hours without a bite, and I bailed, and I went scratching looking for a fish somewhere. I fished the marina at Madawam. I did everything I could think of to try to get a fish. I go back to punching, catch two three pounders right before the end end of the tournament.
doing it. And if I, if I don't, if I don't bail in that hour, I, I might catch that fifth fish, you know, yeah. and, and make it in and contend to win. Yeah. Or maybe not. Maybe not. the tide might yeah, not you, have been right. You, you, you can't, can't really. You can't say that. You had a great tournament. Yeah. Yeah, probably not. You had a great tournament, you know. <laughs> you're I good. Mean, uh, you had a good event. I, I, I don't think you can second guess yourself. Yeah. Higher yeah. chance of your co-angler giving you COVID. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you're probably right. Yeah. You're probably right. Well, I, I did figure out that, you you know, you can catch an STD uh, from a toilet seat. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's yeah, the thing. You, you look this up. Yeah, you you the the key and the the only way to get it is to be having sex with somebody that has an STD while you're while they're on a toilet. Oh, right. oh <laughs> on the toilet. Oh, right, 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 well played, right. Pete. The double double. More yeah, more double, more Tuesday if, night on Best You Live. And yeah. if you flush the toilet, you can get COVID. Because what they say about public restrooms are yeah. actually because like the, all the germs. The upflush. Yeah. Oh my like, god. Like it makes you more likely. I don't want to so hear So you're better in a porta potty. But kids yeah, listening, that's how very smart people tell sexual jokes, the way Pete <laughs> just delivered that with a straight face. Yeah. <laughs> I hope there's no kids watching the moral, show. Hey, the moral of the story on both the crabs and the COVID is just crap outside. Poop and pee outside. <laughs> just find a nice little grassy spot and just poop right Live there. Live in the woods. And wear a surgical mask as a loincloth. And that's don't right. let, and and don't let your right. children watch right. this show. And don't let your children watch the show. Uh, also want to catch up with uh, with Rizzo and, and Brian Carpenter. You guys fished a... Uh, a Big event. It's a yearly thing uh, by uh, Five Live uh, Bassmasters on Carnegie Lake, one of our old stomping grounds. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, and two good finishes from you guys. Uh, yeah. You want to talk a little bit about it? Brian Carpenter ended up second. Riz should have ended up second. I think ended up last. But <laughs> no, it wasn't last. Maybe what did you end up? I ended up with five fish for .05 pounds after wow. my penalty. After a penalty. Okay, so you were how eight minutes point late. Nine, point nine five. I guess I'm going first. Yeah, go ahead. All right, Riz, what happened? Uh, you had a good, <laughs> maybe uh, you had a good tournament. Yeah. You should have come in second, but you had a you had a what well, t- tell us about that. All right. Because so this happens all the time. What happened? I fished Carnegie to Lake. Riz. I, to Riz, uh, right. <laughs> I fished Carnegie Lake once a year. Every year. I fish it once a year for the five alive Labor Day tournament. It's the only time I ever drive up there. I go up there and I do my thing. I go flipping. Did the same thing this year. It was a really tough bite this year. Normally, it takes like 14 to 15 pounds to win up there. And I only had about, I had just shy of nine pounds. So I was like, I don't got even a shot to even contend in this thing. So in the late in the day, I was scrapping, grinding, trying to get a big bite. And I went further back on that lake than I had ever been before. And I don't know how familiar you, you guys are, but Carnegie Lake's like really long. And yeah. I was back by the train bridge at 110. And we were due in to check in at two. And uh, I started to head back and I was against the wind. Trolling motor batteries died uh, <laughs> or it started, you got really low. And I ended up being eight minutes late to weigh in, which nullified pretty much my whole catch. I had 8.95. I would have came in second place. I realized I would have came in second place. And then I broke almost everything in my boat. And that's how <laughs> the day went. I can't relate. He's to about that. to break the countertop. I know. What are you doing? You're like, you're like Rain Man calculating math yeah, over there with your hand. What are you doing? <laughs> There's a wear spot in the limestone. Like yeah. He's counting blackjack cards what there. The? What, what, I, what I learned was Rich has had a really breakout season. He's been winning a lot. He's got a lot yeah. of big wins. He's been winning like Ike. He's also learned how to lose like Ike. I like it. You should have seen that. Passion, oh, yeah. emotion that. is good. No, yeah. it's good. I. Dude, listen to me. Pete. Mike was on the side of the soccer field today yelling, anger is a gift. Anger is a gift. To the kids, the yeah. eight, eight and ten-year-olds. I believe that. Like, yeah. pe- people handle it different, but emotion's good. I don't I don't, I'm not, 
I'm not advocating everybody goes and breaks all the shit, but dude, right? That burn is good. It is. You want to do better. You want to not do that again. It is. You want to win next and, time. And you here's know? a here's a, another funny side note on this whole emotion thing. And yeah. so <laughs> my one my one of my college baseball coaches always used to tell me never let your emotions get too high. Never let your emotions get too low. Yesterday I fished another tournament on uh, Stella's and it Stella's. was super grind day. I figured something out late in the day, flipped into a bush, caught a fish that was bigger than most fish on that lake, got fired up, screamed. Johnny Valdez fishing the tournament, heard me yell, saw where I was, saw what I was doing, immediately went around the point, started doing the same thing, yeah. caught his fourth and fifth, and then beat me in the tournament. <laughs> <laughs> so Always be quiet. <laughs> Damn right. That's not going to happen. Yeah, he, he blue shoed you. Oh, <laughs> man. Yeah, man. Wow. The yeah. one, never, the never one downside, yeah. Mm -hmm. the, never don't give up. The one downside of being loud. Uh, yeah. But in that same tournament, Brian, yeah. you did so, come in second. So you had a good I, event. I've fished Carnegie, I think, twice in my life, right? Yeah. And it's been probably twenty or so years since I've been there. Yeah. Wow. So I went up there the day before Sunday, right? And the tournament Kiss was death. Monday, right? That's when Mike <laughs> busted my balls. But I'm like, I got nothing to do. I'm open. I I, I can go. I'm like, I got to. And I I. I'm, I know you don't freaking hook the fish the day before a tournament, but I don't know a damn thing about where to go, where to look, what to throw, what the water, you know, looks like. Yeah. So, yeah, I called some people. Said, "Hey, what's what's going on up there?" I had three spots to look at. Mike said, "You know, check the aquifer." Somebody said, "You know, a lot goes on in between the two bridges." I'm like, "All right, I remember that from 20 years ago." And then homeboy here, Rich, says, "Oh, dude, everybody runs around. I just go straight across from the ramp and fish right there. Why everybody runs like crazy?" I thought so. I went out and practiced. I ran around the lake, only set the hook one time, but I found an area that I got a couple bites in, you know, felt them smack it. And I was like, all right, felt like good ones. So I'm like, that's all I had. I had two bites in yeah. an area and some pads. It's like, yeah. all right, I'm going to fish that. That's all we got. That's what we're doing. So I figured I was going to be sharing it with Rich because it's exactly where he said he's going to be. Tournament day happens. Rich takes off the other direction. I guess he was giving me, trying to give me bad information. No, no, not at all. Yeah, I, okay. I start on the lake and I just fish my way down the lake. I don't skip any water. You, you said you go there and while everybody runs around, you just fish I that just all fish, day. I fish down the lake. Yeah, I just don't okay. skip water. Yeah, I was trying to, miss, <laughs> trying to lead me astray. <laughs> so anyhow, <laughs> so anyhow, fishing with Darren, we had uh, seven seven bites all day. Yeah. Caught six of them. Flipping. Flipping, yeah, We're flipping the pads. That, yeah. was, that was it. Nice, yeah. And uh, we had eight ninety. Rich had eight ninety five. Yeah, and that was uh, we took seconds. Good. So. And uh, just and I'm not saying this to rub it in at all, but a big thing that you had that Riz didn't is a torpedo. Oh boy, had Riz had a torpedo oh, yeah. on his boat. Oh, he wouldn't have been late. He wouldn't have been late, right? Nah, not even close. All yeah. right, shout out to torpedo. Makes a big difference. True story. True story. Uh, also want to catch up uh, while we were fishing tournaments. Uh, Dave, I have a little note here that how's your garden progress going? Is that what we're going to make fun of? Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, there it is. <laughs> there Capitals, Dave's cap. garden progress yeah. in, in all yeah, caps. It's yeah. going great. I mean, August and September are rough times, you know. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, everything looks great. All right. And your garden always looks amazing. We've got, Ours is like a weed Yeah, and, and, and Pete, when we're talking about Dave's garden, this is serious shit. We're not talking about this little, like, shoebox or a little, like, uh, raised bed here. This I've is, we're talking image. about world class. We're talking about Home and Garden Magazine shit. It's gorgeous. Brian DeCarpenter, punch some of these through here. Let's, let's look at some of these images. Let <laughs> right. people see. Yeah, this, this is real. Amazing. This yeah. is real. Yeah. I mean, this is something yeah. to be proud of here. <laughs> I know we're busting your balls all the time, Dave. <laughs> all right, so yeah, this so is, to this people is real shit. Some here. Shots here. Look at this. 
the, uh, side. the blue the bluebell hydrangea bloom that I have on both right and left side. <laughs> bluebell blue hydrangea. Yes. Wow. There it goes. The bluebell. All right. Uh, Brian DeCarpenter, give us something. Give us another image. Dave, walk us through this one. And so, beautiful. Too. So what you see right right in the front, the red. Actually, you know, a little bit. I would say the second tier of flowers would be perennial hibiscus. <laughs> that specifically is mar the Margot, the Margot maroon. And uh, <laughs> no, I just made that up. <laughs> <laughs> but, All right. That. All right, we got a third image here. Dave, take us through this image. Where are we at here? So to the right's the Yak Shack, uh, and you just—it's just you know just roses and uh, nice and little area myrtles. though. Yeah, yeah. it's peaceful. It is really pretty. It's Thank beautiful. Are it's gorgeous. Mean for making fun of Dave, but his gardens are no. amazing. Thank no, it's it's awesome. It's awesome, and it it uh, it's like Longwood Gardens right in your backyard, which right. is kind of yeah. cool. Yeah. And, and oh, wait, we got one more, Dave. What is yeah, this? Yeah, like? well, I painted the house. You know, it was a wine color, and I painted it like <laughs> kind of like a. Uh, <laughs> I would say kind of like, I don't know, ethnic Smurf, maybe. It's like a darker <laughs> blue, you know? And, uh, sun, know. sun, sun drenched went Smurf. from like my favorite beverage to my favorite color. So I'm, yeah. I'm down with what you did here. It was tough. I mean, the bl blue's a hard color to find and, uh, like a, a hard one to settle with once you start. That was like the fifth or sixth shade. Uh -huh. and they so were all gross. They were all Smurf, you know? So, so there were the, there were the good pictures we could use. There was four good ones. Oh, there's my hummingbird. Yeah. Is that what that is? Yeah, yeah. If you, if you open that up, uh, I'm going to uh, put that through. Everything this I is do. what Dave sent me. Yeah, every Dave's uh, hummingbird on the yeah. message board wants to know. A screenshot of a phone. That's <laughs> <Yeah>. what <laughs> <laughs> that is. Awesome. Oh, no. Wow. Dude, so tell me about this, Dave. <laughs> Wait a minute. Are these, is this uh, more images of your backyard? So what was what this? Was uh, What's happening Dave, here? Team No Fish said you're like the Martha Stewart of gardening. Oh, yeah. uh, thanks for that. But right now I'm, I'm, I'm cringing. Uh, I got an infiltrate. I got deep state, obviously, in my house. Uh, so <laughs> me. All right. So, all right. Oh, God. <laughs> so what that is, is can you open up the whole picture, Brian? Because it's not showing what I'm reaching for. Oh, my God. I'm going to kill her. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm out. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm investigating some Sasquatch activity. In the pine <laughs> 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 now it's all coming together. Now we know why yes. you were in the Pine Barrens. Oh, wow! Man. Look were at you that. Squatch hunting? This is yes. This is painful. So, so, we got to get Don Barone on Ray, to talk. Talk this out, dude. No, no, that's Jay Kumar or Kumar. Amazing. <laughs> no. no, Don Barone is a squatch hunter. Don yeah. Barone uh, is. Yeah. Oh, hey, Don is. Yeah, Kumar yes. is too. Oh yeah, right? Kumar wrote a darn book about yeah. it. Yeah. Really? I wasn't going to. Yeah. Why do I not realize? I wasn't oh, yeah. going to out Kumar on it, but me and you know he and I confer notes. You know, we're not confirmed. We share notes, but um, oh, you should have seen the two of them at the man. classic when they met. I know this guy embarrassed me. You know what I mean? Like I they finally were just, they were locked in. Yeah, dude, we had a moment. But um, <laughs> no, that that right there, and I'm not afraid to say it. You, you, you can't go find these things. They they avail themselves to you. There's no looking for. <laughs> but but here but here this image here, Brian, is clear evidence. The uh, other one is clear evidence. <laughs> look at that. You it's fucking. The, the clear, horse flies are look, look at here. Clear evidence <laughs> on. Look at that. Look how high that branch is broken. There's no other way that branch could be broken. I need to talk about this. Yeah, so let's do I it. Am, I am so not against the belief right. uh, that there's a, a Sasquatch or a Nessie or unicorns. Right. And like, I want to believe mermaids. You, mermaid unicorns. Stuff. Don't get me started. I want to believe in a unicorn. Right. I want them to shit rainbows. I am <laughs> not kidding. But listen. I don't understand how to believe if I can't find enough evidence. Right. 
Well, look so, at the broken branch like, right here. That's, that's clear evidence. UFOs are legit. There is so much evidence. Of course. Sasquatch, there's not. There's thousands of eyewitness accounts. But what, what, what are <laughs> yeah, they? Yeah, but all those MFers are crazy. No, Why not. can't you get a thermal look at They're all on mushrooms. They're not. Listen to me closely. Listen to me. They just recently <laughs> caught, for the first time ever, an orangutan giving birth. They never had that on film. That just happened last week. What's that, what's that? Point That's is, we know you know things are there. You don't always catch it on film. In the '80s, right. everyone knew drive-by shootings were happening. They never Compton, have an but there was never one birth. on film at all. No. So huh. that's why Heather's cat's a. Well, here's my point, dude. Like, so what you saw me pointing at there? <laughs> that tree, that tree at around nine feet was twisted and bent over, and there's a series of them on that trail. That's Sandy Point Road in Wharton Forest. It's really remote. You can only get to that area on foot. It's an area I had found maybe like three years ago but never brought like cameras to document it. Brought my wife to take pictures of it, and I, uh, and I infiltrated and embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Mel. Um, but wait, do you have evidence? Like, if, Do you have any footprints? So listen, or? Yeah, is there fur? No, hold on, listen. Not, 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 not in Wharton Forest. And every encounter I ever had, I had it with someone. We get my mom on the phone right now. When I was 12 years old, my stepdad owned, had 300 acres in upstate Pennsylvania. It was like four hours away. Uh, I only know the nearest bar was Deer Valley Inn. Because I always thought it was so cool. Guys were in there with, like, buck knives and, you know, like. <laughs> but anyhow, we were out deer spotting at night. And Mar my stepdad's dead. But uh, whatever we saw, uh, uh, until one is captured, we have proof. We watched a walking bear go across the road, dirt road, from right to left, right in front of us. But it was rectangular. It wasn't nine feet tall, like everyone says. It looked like an ordinary thing that was super square, rectangular, and slightly bent over. And it, like, glided across right into the corn. We couldn't see it. Whoa, Dave! It, you it, might have another uh, another believer that's inside of our organization now. Uh oh, a Mister Luke Foley from Tin Cup. Oh, says he believes you, Dave. There you go oh, on, on this phone right here, wherever my phone. I don't is. know if the whiskey has anything to do with. No, it hold or not. on. So that was my first. <laughs> but encounter. I'm not saying I'm not a believer. No, I just haven't. I like I need evidence. So she needs my wife. Listen, that that was with my mom. <laughs> we could get my mom on the phone right now, and after she insults Bet me, he wants a fur coat. No, like <laughs> squatch fur yeah, coat. Yeah, you're right, dude. A she Gucci. Wants, she wants a Gucci squatch she wants purse. A she wants a pelt from a juvenile squatch. <laughs> <laughs> and then she'll believe. To to why the, wrap it around. Wait, why do I have to be the bad guy now? Just because no. I'm asking for evidence. Hold on, man. You guys, you guys, if you're gonna let me explain. So <laughs> that was with my mom. My mom. We'll say we watched a bear walk across the road, which we did. But bears don't walk. We ever watch a bear walk? They're goofy. This was a road. This was a, a road and a thing. Whatever. <laughs> Second thing happened with my wife. We were in Everglades, deep in the swamp in a national park, and she found. We took a picture of it. It's all on my older phones, but I have it. A track where regular civilian tracks are over top of it, but it's clearly a bizarre-looking, gigantic foot. And it wasn't like what, like our foot. It was more like uh, let me, it was more like wider, so, like so a frog, like a frog. Let me like ask you this foot. Let me. I, I'm huh. I'm following this. Maybe it was and JT I, Kenny's. And I do. I <laughs> could have been. I can believe this. I can see the possibility yeah. of something like this happening. But so what you're saying is that this is there's more than one, right? Because you're, you're saying Pennsylvania, Everglades, Pine yes. Barrens. So there you're has saying to be. there are. It's a more. species out <laughs> there. I have more. You have more. I have more stories. Wow. I, I had four different encounters, dude. Because in I immerse, But I immerse myself in, in the forest, and I do it a lot. Like, right. Uh, you guys don't know. I mean, I, I do it by myself. <laughs> I don't. But I never had an encounter by myself. It's like right. a secret society. No, so the second, the third encounter, the footprint, that whatever. I had the picture of it. You know, um, uh, it, it's bizarre. You can look at it. I don't know. But 
My wife and I were sneaking on the private property way up in the Adirondacks. Right on. I want that. To get our kayaks on, but we walked the road in before we drug the kayaks in. Yeah. It's a water treatment plant about 30 miles west of uh, Glen Falls. Okay. Nothing around. Sparse houses once in a while. It's foggy. I got this on my phone, and I wasn't going to out Jay Kumar, but I sent it to him. Like yeah. it's, it's, we're standing there, and the loons are going back and forth. And loons are unique. Everyone knows what a loon sounds like. Yeah. And there's something fucking with the loons, making a sound that both of us looked at each other. Then all of a sudden, your DNA gets activated. You got goosebumps. You're yeah. breathing heavy. And I started recording. And it's something with lips fucking around with the loons, howling. You're kidding me. Her and I have never had the urge to go back there again, dude. Like, <laughs> it's it's we weren't wow. ter- we weren't terrified, but it was like, uh, my God, I don't even know how to explain it. Like, it was like it was it was a scene from Deliverance. Nah, <laughs> yeah, it was. I, I don't know, but we've never we we won't. I, I, I have no desire to go back there again. Right, you know, and I have it. I have two, I have two uh, sixty second uh, clips of it. Oh, I want to hear that. But Dave, if you're trying to like, if you're a squatch hunter, right? We were and trying. You, we were trying to go fish frog. For, right, you know. right. But but you now you're actively like looking for squatches. You're you're doing all this tracking, mm. and you think you saw one up Could there. Why time. wouldn't you go back? Uh, so it's it, it, that's a good question. Get Melanie on the phone. I don't know because that, it was so close there. Yeah, when but I, when why, I go but in the woods, I'm not looking. Why don't more people see Squatch? Like, there's the, something obviously about them. There are thousands them. of people that see them. There are thousands of accounts, and you li- they're not all crazy. This is such shit. You know? <laughs> no, but hold on. This is all I like, like this. Hold on. I, I like, like it too. I believe in spirits and ghosts, so I'm open. But they're Charles Dougherty said it was Brian's ghost in the woods. No. <laughs> <laughs> I came across Brian's ghost Our last encounter, we were hiking with the kids in the Adirondacks, Bear Mountain. Uh, it's across. It's on the. It's on the uh, eastern side of Lake George, and it, it's a steep. It's a. It's maybe a twenty four hundred, maybe twenty eighteen hundred uh, elevation, and it's a z, You know, you do a Z up it. You're not yeah, walking yeah. straight up. Yeah. About maybe three Zs away from us, you can see a big ass tree sh- being shook, and that some bitch crashed over, dude. And we, we turned around with the kids and we were going like it. I'm telling you, we, whoa! You can't like I don't. When I go out, I'm not looking for them. I don't expect to see one. Hold on, every a time. Wait, wait, what? What, Brian? Are you reading something? Or are you talking to me? No, I'm not looking for them. What the hell's in your hands? Uh, that well, no. I was documenting the trees that we got <laughs> over, and that was old. That was <laughs> old you break. Two. You got them. You Is got that the machinery from Ghostbusters? <laughs> <laughs> What is that? Beep, 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 beep. Listen, I'm not you, looking for you. Them, uh, no, in all, all I was doing there—that was a camera. <laughs> that was a, that was a, that was a camera. I was a Canon. <laughs> all I was doing there was taking pictures of the old wood. You, I, I've never purposefully went out thinking I was going to see one. Anytime we ever had anything weird, I was doing something other than that. Yeah. Right. So like, Mike and I. Uh, it's like they know you're looking for them. Yeah. yeah. We might I have mentioned know. this on the show before. Yeah, we had experience. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't a, a squatch, but it was uh, me, Mike, and Tom all went to Alaska, say, 15 years ago. That sounds 12, about right. 15 years yeah. ago. Um, when me and Mike went there, our buddy Tom was stationed in the Coast Guard in Homer. So we went up and stayed with him for a week. And we went and uh, hiked up into the mountains and camped for three days. And the one night we were. We all saw something, right? We all saw yeah. it. So we're we're there. We're we're under the lunar light. Uh, yeah, the, the the moon did come up. Yeah, that's right. So it was, it was the, the sky was clear. Yeah, the moon it was, was a bright up. Night. That was the that was the bright night. Yeah, and we're standing here on this kind of cliff, this edge, outlooking this lake, and it was just it was mind blowing how amazing that the, the visuals were. 
uh, stand there. I hear Tom like like start either you or Tom saw it first. Yeah. And I don't know because I ignored it the first couple times. I was just into into what I was looking at. You know the moon reflecting off the lake and the mountains and everything just kind of it was amazing. But when I finally look over, I see it on the on the side of the mountain. There was a light, and the light went and disappeared. And I'm like, holy shit, I saw it too. I saw it like three times. You guys might have saw it like five times yeah. or something like yeah. that. Wait, now Sasquatch has a light? No, they're, no, they're, they're linked. Those lights are linked with Squatch sightings, but go ahead. <laughs> they're called orbs, by the way. Yeah. So, I mean, we, we saw it. it oh, went, yeah. And the distance might have been a mile, might have been a half mile, might have been two miles. It's hard to judge, not being from yeah. the big country yeah. like that, how far that distance was away. But in the side of the mountain, you know, the tree line was getting sparse. We were up there a bit, you know. Yeah. We were fairly... It happened. Yep. We saw it. Weird experience. Or yep. some kind of light. With Sasquatch. Yep. Yeah. They absolutely are linked. If you followed a phenomenon, they're linked. And I don't know why. Yeah. And I don't know. No one knows why. I don't know. Like, you know, we can shock a lake and see what comes up. <laughs> if we shocked the planet and there was none of them, I'd be okay with having watched a bear walk across the road. You know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. fine. If the aliens come down when, when, the, when, the, when, when, you know, when disclosure happens and they're here and they're like, look, Dave, you didn't see a squatch. You didn't hear one. We don't know what shook the tree. But, you know, <laughs> like the, the other things that they, I'd, I'd be fine with it. Like, they don't have to exist, but I, I experienced these things. You ready? Oh, boy. Oh, no. no. Oh. Yeah, this is actual footage? No, this is, this is the audio. Oh. Hang on. Oh, can we be able to hear this? I'm going to hold on. Let's, his mic. Yeah, let's see if we can hear this. You'll hear the loop. You don't hear it? I mean, it, uh, I don't oh, know how well Christ. it goes. I was waiting for it. <laughs> I, was I mean, I'm trying to put a phone on. I don't know if you can hear it. I know. I was waiting Dude, for something. Dave, you can send uh, me yeah. the video. Maybe we can pull it. Yeah. Well. That's what I've been dealing with my whole life. I feel uh, like we just proof that right there. I believe. Pete, Please. do you believe? Pete, you are the probably the most intelligent, uh, rational. No, you, oh, hell no. No, no. Listen, Pete, you analyze. Driving with a damn mask by himself in the no, truck. No, no. I know. But listen. Yeah, yeah, that ain't rational. You, you analyze. You overanalyze to uh, extreme with things. Pete, give us your take on, on all this. I I get scared, so I don't try not to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I mean, it honestly is giving me goosebumps. I was up in Michigan uh, just recently, and I come out of the rental house, and it's like pitch black, and the bushes go crazy and i mean my i i was just terror you know yeah but i but i was i was thinking bear now i'd be thinking sasquatch you know? right but but it wasn't you know it was it was deer right the 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 i hit i heard the hooves hit the street and and i actually breathed for like the first time in like 60 seconds you know i was just <laughs> stone frozen but, yeah. uh, there's another guy but i don't know oh, there's so in this industry there, oh, i gotta pull here's, the plug there's on so this. many hunters well, whatever there's so many people that spend their lives in the woods there's so many people that just live there yeah i mean come on i mean this would be revealed by now somebody would have tagged it 
By yeah. now. There's another guy yeah. who's huge in the industry, Mike, and I'll tell you when we're off the air because I'm not going to out him. Okay. Come on, out him. Another from, believer? From, I'm not going to say who it is. I'll oh, tell you guys oh, off oh, the oh, air. Oh, 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 what, but what, what are you afraid of? He's big. He's as big. He's almost as big as you. All right. Now, before we get into the next topic, I just I do have to admit this. I never admit it to Becky. I never admit it to any of you guys. So I was embarrassed. <laughs> I actually, I, I'm I'm telling you, I had an experience where, and again, I can't explain it. I don't know exactly what it was. It might have been a Sasquatch. It might have been Bigfoot. I don't know. But it happened at Pete's favorite Wawa about 5 a.m. in the morning. I was headed to a tournament up at Manasquan. I swear it could have been Sasquatch walking in that Wawa. I'm not sure. It's All right. Let's was keep going. The, was that the lawn side Route 30 <laughs> Wawa? Because there's several Sasquatches oh, over yeah. there. What do we need to do here, Brian? Yeah. Before I mean, I feel like we, we, you know, we it's 8 o'clock. Randy's been sitting, waiting, watching. Oh, yeah. I'm ready to roll. Oh, ready let's to roll? see. Is he hard? Let's, well, let's well, take we're going to take a break. We're going to take a break before we get to Randy. Before we do that, too, yeah. um, yep. I, I do have one other note real quick. Yep, I have one other note. Dave, go ahead. I'm going to have one other note real quick. Uh, it says, uh, Becky, we want an update on your electric fence to keep my friends away. How's your electric fence doing? Clearly, I'm not doing well because they're all in this building. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Dave? Hold on, Dave. You got me? That's what all the Ike, Live, Ike Foundation keychains are. They're shockers, I found out, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it does double duty. And when I get close to the office, yeah. I all of a sudden get shocked. That's right. Not, I, not nice. I wish, everyone, but they're all still here. Yeah, they're still here. We're still here. All right. I uh, think our viewers all left, but we're they, still here. They might have. All right. <laughs> uh, Sasquatch conversations. Yeah. Them away. Real quick, we're going to take a break. Before we take the break, though, and we're going to get, again, if you're watching right now, cannot wait for this next guest. We've yes. got Randy Blockett joining us here in just a minute or two. Uh, Becky, we just spoke of the Ike Foundation. Give us an update. There's a few weeks left to sign up for the Ike Foundation kayak event. Up on Lake Kapakong. This is, this is going to be good. This is super exciting. So um, as everyone knows, back in the day, we used to combine the Pro-Am boat tournament with the kayak tournament, both on the Delaware River. We kind of changed everything this year. So, of course, the Pro-Am ended up down on the Upper Bay, which was a huge, yep. huge success. And then we moved the kayak tournament to September, Lake Kapakong. Um, there's only a few spots left um, please go to the ikefoundation.org, um, sign up. All the information is there or our Facebook page, Instagram page. You can find the information there. There's only a few spots left. It's amazing. It's an awesome tournament. It, all, all the proceeds go to the Ike Foundation, but we've got awesome yeah. prizes, probably even better prizes than we had in the past because we were able to split up these events. Yep. Um, we're still able to do it with social distancing and the virtual captain's meeting, and, and everything's going to run amazing. Right. But you get to fish against Mike. Right. Now, this is a big one. Uh -oh. Listen, yeah. this is a big one. Uh, I'm going to be competing. Yep. I'm not going soft on him, Pete. I'm out here to, 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 to draw blood, just like at the Potomac. I'm going to try hard, try to win. Uh, Hapakong, let you know, I had the record there back in the 90s. Uh, 19, uh, 1978, Pete, uh, largest five-fish limit at the time uh, mm -hmm. on Lake Hapakong. I think it's since been broken, but I know the lake. I feel confident. I'm, I'm going to try to win. So I invite you to come up and try, try to beat, to beat me, me if you can. can. Also, also, I want to stress, stress this. You, you do not, not have, have to have a Hobie, Hobie kayak, kayak. No. to fish this no. You have any kayak, right? Any, any brand, brand, a Dick Sporting Goods, Goods Pelican, Pelican kayak, kayak, anything, right? Whatever, whatever, whatever kayak. kayak. Doesn't matter. Okay. okay. Can it be uh, homemade? Life raft style. 
No, I mean, it has to be a legitimate kayak. Okay, okay. Canoe? Because I got like a, it, I got like a couple people that might... Wood okay. that you want to climb on. Like, it's got to right. be a legitimate kayak. Got it. Uh, and where Paddle can... Board. And, and there's spots still left. Where can they go to get information on how to if join? If you go to the ikefoundation.org, we've got all the information there for you to be able to sign up and uh, get yourself all set up to fish. Again, I would hurry because there's only a few spots left. When I talked to the ladies the other day, yep. I think there was less than 10 spots, so... Uh, that was a few days ago. So hurry up, sign up, join us. It's going to be a ton of fun. Again, the proceeds go to the ikefoundation.org. Um, just a reminder that we have not been able to host many of our fundraising events. Yeah. So your support is greatly appreciated. Critical. Critical. Any donations are greatly appreciated because we are still sending product across the country, rods, reels. We're still supporting kids. We're still getting kids out fishing, yep. but we don't have the events to fundraise. Right. So your support is really, really, really appreciated at this yep. time. Need your support. Uh, uh, head on over uh, to ikefoundation.org and get information right. on it. Yeah, what do you got, Pete? I was just going to say, how, if people wanted to donate, they can't be there. How, how can they do that? Uh, we can take donations on the website. There's okay. on, on the Ike Foundation website. You can also just make donations, which... Are yeah, yeah. yeah. If you, if you want to support, support kids fishing, fishing please head over to ikefoundation.org, uh, and there's a lot of ways that you could help. Uh, we're going to take a break, uh, Brian Carpenter, Rizzo. We're going to take a little break. Listen, hang in there, because when we come back, uh, I can't wait. Can't wait to get the guy on the phone here. Uh, Randy Blockett's going to be joining us, tour veteran, in just a couple minutes. Hang in there with us when we come back. More Ike Life. Hi. Today we're going chest to chest in the Doctor Squatch lather test. On that half of Mike's impressive chest, we're rubbing them down with three name brand bars. The result? A sad, milky film of disappointment. How's that feel, Mike? You see, Big Soap cuts corners and strips out all the sudsy goodness in order to make production cheaper. But not Dr. Squatch. Don't worry, Mike. Dr. Squatch soap retains all the natural ingredients which creates a rich, foamy lather, leaving your skin healthy, soft, and clean. Ooh, looks like Squatch has taken over this peck party. How do you feel now, Mike? Dr. Squatch Natural Soap. When we say it lathers, it f***ing lathers. You deserve glorious lather. Take the lather challenge for yourself today. Four and a half inch drop shot worm. Bama bug. Finesse jig, PB&J, give me something hard. Hey, KVD here. Now, I didn't always know this much about fishing. Three-aught, no, four-aught EWG worm hook. In fact, there was a time when I couldn't tell the difference between a jerk bait and a stick bait. But then I signed up for Mystery Tackle Box, the original monthly tackle subscription. And now I know more about fishing than I do about calculus. And he knows a lot about calculus. Plus, I get amazing extras, like free fishing magazines. October 2016, featured article, Four Places to Throw a Frog. Exclusive decals, <coughs> zombie bass. And how-to videos for all the great baits I receive. How to tune a crankbait. Is that underwater footage I smell? I got goosebumps. So if you're looking to develop enhanced fishing abilities like me, or you just like getting new tackle every month, Go to mysterytacklebox.com and get your box today.
live minnows. Is it lunchtime already? Nature's candy. Oh. Is he in my pocket? This time of year, I definitely recommend putting a little bit of this on your soft plastics too. There he is. Another one. Next cast. And that would be number six. I'm addicted. I'll admit it. I'm I'm straight addicted. This might be bigger. You think so? Yeah. It feels bigger. I haven't even seen this thing yet. It doesn't want to come up. Don't break me off the rocks. Oh, it's a oh! oh! Seven inches. He called it. Oh my god, that's such a healthy fish. Look at this guy. Put a little liquid mayhem on your crappy jig and look where the stripers get it. You can't even see it, man. That might be a keeper. 